Hey, what's up? My name's Grant Kenoki. I'm a singer, songwriter, producer, and artist, and you're listening to Power 98.5. We don't play the social game. We are social. Power 98.5. Hi, this is Dan Aykroyd. He's progressive. He's beautiful. He's thoughtful. He's intelligent. He's powerful. He's positive. He is Stephen Cuoco on Power 98.5 Satellite Radio. Empowering listeners from the US to the UK. Live on air with Stephen Cuoco. The two by fours that built that house, the hammer and the nail. The cotton in your shirt that you wear to work That you bought on sale The cigarettes you smoke The whiskey in your coat That's in every single bar The rubber on the road The stitch that was sewn The leather in your car Came from a guy with his name on his pocket A two-door jump start farm truck hauled it States for you even bought it stand by hand somewhere straight from a place that you never heard of hours on the clock that somebody burned up you think it just fell out of thin air but it came out of nowhere little town I know you're loving that we've got Sutherland with us today Matt Chase and Chris Rogers for those who don't know, and I hope many of you do, and if you don't, you're going to find out today live on air with Stephen Cook on Power 98.5 Satellite Radio. Hope you're tuning in on either the iOS or Android app, Alexa, or streaming live on any other platforms, whether on power985.com, Live Radio FM, Streaminter, Streama.com, one of my favorites, my top favorite, MyTuner. So everyone saw the duo potential in Charleston, South Carolina, native Matt Chase in small town Washington, Georgia's Chris Rogers before they saw it themselves, before morphing into the musical outfit now known as Sutherland. The two had been playing college towns and dive bars together for three years. They met through mutual friends and their music compatibility is what has kept the two working and playing together since 2016. They have developed quite naturally into a duo that relies heavily on lyrical content while melodically blending classic and pop country to create music that takes the storytelling of traditional country music and gives it relatable modern country feel. With us now, Chris Rogers and Matt Chase. Good morning, fellas. Good morning. Thank you for having us, man. Morning, Stephen. Appreciate you having us, man. You're very welcome. <laughs> I, uh, I I'm loving the country. I, I'm going to admit I'm from the northwest part of New Jersey, near Pennsylvania, the Delaware Water Gap area. Very familiar. Grew up on that. Also with some Aussie Leonard Skinner. But uh, this takes a, yeah, a different it. approach. Uh, you guys are doing something. Uh, I, I'm going to say that's once again country but has a pop feel to it. It feels very fresh. It feels very new <laughs> continuously in throughout your music and almost not your traditional what country would be. Am I getting that correct? 
Man, oh, it's, yeah. it's a it's Absolutely. a big it's a big melting pot of a lot of things for us, honestly. <laughs> you know, we 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 try not to. I mean, it's it that's one of the toughest questions to answer. I think in in Nashville is you know what does your music sound like? And, you know, how do you how do you describe something like that? But I mean, when it comes down to it, man, we're not trying to reinvent the wheel here. We're just we're just you know creating music that we enjoy listening to and the stuff that you know influences it is you know, the stuff that i grew up on was alan jackson and travis tritt and a lot of those guys in the 90s and then like the early luke bryan early jason aldean just really good feel good songs uh the, the live band thing that that's one thing we try to focus on so i mean we, we we're not really you know trying to box ourselves into just a 90s country thing or or pop country or anything like that we're just we're just out here doing what what feels good and and what we enjoy to do Uh, it's been said that both of you have the same work ethic what does that mean to you matt yeah very much so you know the, the the great thing about chris and i is you know how we became sutherland it was so organic you know, it, it wasn't some record label person saying, hey, you and you should be together. Uh, we just kind of morphed into it. Um, and the, 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 the thing that has made it work and made it work for as long as it has is, uh, you know, my strengths, his weakness, his weakness or my strength. Uh, we know how to work with each other. We know how to kind of be two CEOs of the same business. And uh, I know a lot of people say this, but this is truly the fact of uh, in all the years that we have been singing together, uh, never once have we disagreed on anything. We uh we kind of we kind of work very very well hand in hand, and uh, I think the first part, like you said, with the music is we both know the kind of country music we love, and we know the kind of country music that we want to hang our hat on, whether it works or not. And uh, our vision for that was perfectly in line with each other. So creatively, we're in the same lane, and as buddies outside of uh, the business, where we hang out on the weekends, drink cold beer, and uh, man, it really just works. It really does. Chris, with the connection that both you and Matt have, do you believe that this stems not just within this lifetime, but does it really feel that you two have some type of really great spiritual connection that may go across other timelines and dimensions? Man, I don't know. That's a that's a heavy <laughs> one, Stephen. That's, that's a big question, man. Uh, you know what? I think it has a lot to do with uh, the way we grew up. You know, my my dad, he, he passed away in 2009, but he was he was in law enforcement um, for 30 years. He was actually uh, the active sheriff in my little hometown of Wilkes County. Um, he was the active sheriff for eight years. And, you know, Matt, he comes from a, a military background or I think his, his dad was in the, the Army, if, if I'm Air Force, correctly. Air Force is in the Air Force. Sorry. And, um, you know, he, he works for police department there his mom you know she's she's been in law enforcement in some capacity so you know we have a lot of similarities just from day one you know and um when we first met back in 2016 we just kind of just hit it off man you know just just became really good buddies and then the first week we were out playing all over the place literally you know we we played our first show uh within the first like four or five days of knowing each other so i mean it was just uh, we're just friends from the beginning and, and immediately started playing with each other. Matt, yeah. it's been known that you two met through Ray Fulcher. What was that meeting like? Can you give us a, a description, describe to us, what did that feel like to you when you and Chris first met? 
Yeah, absolutely. So Ray is Ray is by far my best friends. Um, I actually live with Ray. Um, and it, it was if you're familiar with Nashville and how kind of like the new to town writing scene goes, uh, how essentially it is, is, you know, you go out um, to, to songwriter rounds and bars or shows and you meet everybody you can meet. The name of the game in the music business is uh, who, you know, and it's, it's networking. So I met Ray through some mutual friends and obviously me and Ray became real good buddies. And just randomly one day he texted me and said, hey, man, I'm going in to write um, with this guy named Chris Rogers. He goes, we had a third, but now, you know, they had to drop out. Do you want to come write? Because I think we all, you know, could write something good together. Well, naturally, you want to take every opportunity you can get. Absolutely, I'm going to come write. And to kind of like piggyback on the question you asked, Chris, I don't know if there's any any kind of divine intervention or what have you, but I can tell you, <laughs> there uh, there's just people you meet in life that it, you just know right off the bat, like, hey, this person, uh, we're going to get along. There, it just it's it's almost seamless. And so I showed up to Chris's house. Um, and we sat down to write and we wrote a song and uh, it's just there was just a connection in the room between us and Ray. And, um, you know, like Chris said, uh, they were playing a I think it was a songwriter around Florida that weekend. And, you know, I somehow managed to weasel my way into playing that show with them. Um, I mean, we just hit it off. Like, even even not writing music or playing music. Uh, we had the same interests as far as sports. As far as our, like Chris said, our family backgrounds, and it just seemed like, hey, I just met this guy, but I do feel like I went to high school with him, you know, and uh, that's how it all kind of started the ball rolling, I guess you would say. This is well before we were a duo. What does it feel now, Matt, to be a duo? Is is that the best reference? Because you two feel like family. So do you feel that how you're being seen in the world and how you're being received, do you truly believe, Matt, that people understand the narrative and context of who Southern is and who you and Chris are? Man, I, I will tell you this. I joke with Chris all the time. I don't. I do not know how solo artists do it. It is so much mental gymnastics and so much work and so much – uh, ups and downs and lefts and rights in this business that I don't know how one person does it uh, by themselves. And man, I'll tell you, um, yes, our, you know, we, we kind of have the, uh, the perception, I guess you would say now is like where you see Matt, you see Chris, where you see Chris is where you see Matt or in conversations, you know, it, it always comes up, but I can tell you, man, I don't know what I would do uh, without being a duo. I really don't. I mean, as far as growing in the business and growing your brand and, trying to figure out how to navigate the world of music is a lot. And it's a daily 24 hour a day, um, job. And, uh, man, I'll tell you, I, I wouldn't want it any other way. Um, because the thing about when we were solo acts was, you know, we're, you know, I'd like to fancy us both as decent singers and songwriters. And, um, but there's so much more to it than that. You know, we couldn't, I couldn't break away from the pact being a solo male artist and Chris couldn't break away from the pact as a solo male, male artist, even though we were considered ourselves pretty good. Um, we just couldn't find a way to be unique. And uh, so when we came together with the duo, it's like it was almost like a rebirth. I mean, it was uh, everything just started falling in line and we started figuring it out and growing together as like co-business owners. Um, and I can tell you, man, I, I actually really uh, I like the perception of of the duo um, because I think uh, we're really authentic and who we are what you see is what you get what you hear is who we are 
Um, and that's, as far as country music goes, the ultimate goal and all we've ever wanted to do. So, Chris, do you believe country music is better received now since people have had the last couple of years to deal with the pandemic, take a break, do a lot of self-reflection? Have you noticed and found that your music and, and that you and Matt have been received in a different way than pre-pandemic? Man, I think so. You know, I, I think um, I think in general, you know, people are starting to turn to country music. Uh, in the past couple of years, you know, even even pre-pandemic, I think I think it became a little more mainstream um, thanks to you know some of some of our fellow artists. Um, you know, they just kind of brought it into the spotlight a little bit more, and I think that's always a, a great thing to progress like that and to to really put our genre forward. Um, you know, but I, I, you know, I, I do see a big, a big shift in how, you know, us, you know, as individuals are being um, perceived. I mean, we go out and, and play these shows. Like we were playing, we were down in Orlando this past weekend and we were playing like a street party, um, opening for Garth Brooks. And, you know, it was just a, it's a different energy now. You know, I think people are, you know, they're, they're easing back into, you know, being in these social environments again, and they're feeling, you know, more safe. And, um, I don't know, it's just that, that energy is back again, you know, and it, it's, it's, everybody seems to have that itch to want to be out and see live music. And it, it just feels really, really great to be out playing shows. again. You know? Matt, would you like to share about that? Yeah. You know, um, especially in our social numbers as of late, you know, uh, that is a major factor in the business as of now is, you know, perceptions, reality in a lot of ways when it comes to social media. And for the longest time, you know, we, I moved to Nashville to write songs and sing songs and tour on the road. And then obviously pandemic, half of that's gone, you know, so now you still have to connect with the fans and try and find new fans. Um, and man, we just really doubled down on the social media aspect and thank the Lord it's starting to show some, some light at the end of the tunnel <laughs> with that. Um, but I can tell you for us specifically, um, I, I think people just appreciate the music. Um, the beauty of country music is that it's a rubber band. There's all kinds of kinds, and I think that that is incredible. Um, but, you know, when, when we go to write these songs, like how we began the conversation is what we're influenced on was all those 90s, 2000s acts, um, but also Chris loves rock and roll. You know, my dad is not a big country guy he's more of a southern rocker so you just find all these things that go into the pot and you mix it around and um you know i think people appreciate the way we're coming about the songs you know like chris said, we're not trying to reinvent the wheel we're honestly trying to just give a big tip of the hat to the country that made us want to move to nashville in the first place but also still make it modern to where hey maybe if you didn't get exposed to 90s country um this is kind of like a little shoe in to to, to get a little glimpse into it. And um, I can tell you, if we weren't doing it the way that we're doing it, uh, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be real. And the way my philosophy in music is, is if you're not really um, being who you are internally as well as externally, especially the fans, um, and you're just kind of you're kind of trying to build a business on one leg. And, uh, you know, that's the one thing that we uh, agreed on when we first started this duo is like, hey, if we're going to do this, um, we're going to do it our way. And if it doesn't work, I can rest my head on a pillow at the end of the night and say, Hey, that's who we were. That's who we wanted to be. And if it does work, um, 
hopefully there's a lot of longevity to it because it's the kind of country I want to sing for the rest of my life. Matt, while living in Nashville, do you believe, and I don't mean to, to say that or to ask that this would be your personal thought, but people mostly know that if you're a country artist or within the realm of that genre, you go to Nashville, you go to Tennessee. Do you believe that that mm-hmm. is just a cliche way of thinking or a traditional uh, mindset that Nashville is the place, is the hub for country music artists, duo or independent? Or do you believe that a country music artist can thrive and perform and withstand an outstanding career anywhere in the world? I, I believe that country is countrywide. I think if you're good and people like what you do and you're and you what you, who you're being is different and authentic, it doesn't matter where you do it from. I mean, you see that with the Texas scene. You see that with a lot of the scene coming out of the Northeast. You know how how it was perceived to me. I'll remember this conversation to the day I die. Um, you know, I kind of became the the guy in Charleston where I I was the young 16 year old kid that knew how to sing a little bit, knew some songs. I got to open for all the mid level acts that came through. And I remember one day sitting on the back porch of this venue called the Windjammer in Isle of Palms, South Carolina. I was talking to Mike Eli of the Eli Young Band. And this is right when like Crazy Girl was really taking off. And his his thing for me was, man, you're good. Um, I know you want to be a country artist, but you have to be. I'll never forget he said this. He said you have to be present to win. Um, you need to go to the source. And I do. I will say there is a massive benefit to that. I can tell you, had I have not dropped everything and moved to Nashville, I certainly wouldn't have. Uh, the friend base that I do or the business know-how that I do. But I can tell you with the, with the, with the modern way of social media and how you can reach audiences you could never reach before. I I don't know if you have to move to Nashville like you did 10 years ago. Um, I will say I, 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 me personally, I'm glad that I did because I learned things that maybe I never would have known if I would have stayed in South Carolina and met people I may have never met. But, um, I mean, you see signs all over the place of people just uh, entering into success, and, and Nashville uh, doesn't have to be the storyline. So I think, uh, I think in the world we live in now, um, you can do it from anywhere. Chris, would you like to add to that? Yeah, um, I just think it, I think it depends on your goals. You know, I agree with everything Matt said, but I think if you – I don't know. You know, I, and then I sit here and say, I, I say that, but then I think, like, guys like Corey Smith, like that guy's still in Georgia, you know, but he has made a massive, massive career over the past 20, 25 years or however long it's been that he's been doing it. You know, he's just out there just doing his thing. And I mean, there's a massive music scene out in the, the Texas world. And that's like, it's different, a whole different world out there, you know, but I guess it just all depends on your goals, you know, and, and my goal was to hear my songs on the radio. You know, that that was that was one of the whole reasons that, you know, when I was a kid, I started having this this dream about singing country music because that's what I wanted to do. And I mean, I don't I don't necessarily think you have to do that. Uh, move to Nashville, you know, to, to achieve that goal. But I don't know, you know, I guess, you know, the further you get down the road with it, at some point, you're going to have to come here and, and do something. So I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm talking in circles here. But um, <laughs> you're doing well. Yeah, I, I guess it, I well, guess I it can tell you, depends on your goals, man. I can tell you to kind of add on that, too. I knew nothing about the music business when I moved here. 
I mean, when I stepped foot in Nashville, all I knew was I have a guitar. I think I can sing. I got these what now seem like terrible songs. Um, and I want to be a country singer. But once you come here to Nashville and you get immersed in the community, you learn what a publishing deal is. You learn what a booking agent does. You learn what a record deal does. Um, and you just those are just such valuable things. Now, granted. Oh, yeah. The beauty of music is there's not one story that's similar to another. Everybody's story is different. Um, so, like I said, it, it's definitely possible to 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 get it off the ground wherever you're at. But uh, I can tell you, I, I'm I'm glad I made the move, just because now, especially as I've grown in this town over the years, you just learn things that are invaluable. You know, um, absolutely on on, on yeah. how the on how on how the machine works, if you will. You know. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know half the stuff that I knew. You know, I, I didn't even. I hadn't written a song before in my entire life before I moved to Nashville. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I for sure learned a lot. But and it's all been worthwhile. Hundred percent. Oh yeah, yeah. If I if I had not moved to Nashville, I would not have met my some, my some my days better life. than others. <laughs> yeah. Some days better than others. That's true. Today is great. I'll tell you that. <laughs> What's the weather like there? Uh, it's probably about 70 and overcast. Mm, okay. Yeah, it's overcast here. But I, as long as there ain't snow on the ground, I'll be all right with it. I agree with that one. <laughs> Will you guys ever be performing in Las Vegas? Are you ever coming out? Man, we actually just came back from Las Vegas doing a private event out there. We did, uh, we did a private event at Stoney's Rocking Country. Um, for Diamond Resorts. Great guy for Diamond yeah. Resorts. Uh, it was my first time to Vegas, and I can tell you, Vegas did a big number on me. Um, <laughs> I'd love, I'd love to come back out. Um, you want to throw any numbers around? You, you want to be not, full transparent? Maybe, maybe we shouldn't throw the numbers around. But no, go ahead, throw them say, around. Uh, let's just say I fancied myself a, a decent blackjack player, and Vegas humbled me very fast. <laughs> oh well, I'll, I'll tell you this: um, I'm, I'm currently here in Vegas. So I would love to see a live performance of of you two here. Oh man, Shoot. we would love to. I would love um, to come back. I would love. You know, to our, our biggest goal for this year um, is getting out to the fans. You know, because that's where we feel like is kind of our bread and butter a little bit. Mm -hmm. You know, we yes, I love to write songs, but I really love to play for fans and play for people that have never seen us before to try and like win them over in real time. Um, and I can tell you, you know, we're we're making some. Uh, some um, changes to the team uh, that are hopefully going to send us on the road and keep us real busy. And I'd love for Vegas to be on there for sure. Thank you. We're going to do a live music drop of boot up who would like to go first. So actually we're going to start with you, Chris, would you like to tell us your experience and what boot up means to you? Oh man. Well, I can tell you the backstory behind this one. We'll go with so that. We wrote this song. Yeah. Dude, we wrote this song in the, the middle of the, the pandemic when everybody's on lockdown. And, you know, I'm sitting upstairs on my computer and, you know, we're, we're all we're still plugging along. We're writing on Zoom and stuff at this point. And, you know, it was myself, Matt, guy named Greg Bates and Austin Taylor Smith. And this is the first time we had ever written with Austin. And so me and Matt and Austin are sitting there waiting on Greg to, to get on this Zoom call. And. You know, like 10, 15 minutes goes by, which is not a long time, but, you know, it's not that hard to walk to your bedroom and flip it up in a laptop and jump on a Zoom call. So 15 <laughs> minutes feels like an eternity at this point. So I text Greg and I'm like, hey, man, you, you still 
still going to be on this ride or should we, you know, should we take this one? He goes, oh, no, I'm I'm coming. I just had to, you know, my computer was messed up. I had to restart it and now I'm waiting on it to boot up. And I was like, hey, that's kind of a cool title. So then he finally gets on there and we're just like giving him, giving him a hard time for, for being late. And like, <laughs> who says they're waiting on their computer to boot up? I was like, you sound like an old man. And we're just all laughing and just giving each other shit. So, uh, <laughs> We start going along with this idea of boot up, and we're like, "Man, let's just make this thing fun. Let's uh, let's just have fun with it." So, and we we hit the ground running with it, and um, yeah, I mean, it was just one of those those titles that just fell out of the air that day, and you know, we we did what we did with it. So, that's boot up. Matt, would you like to add? Yeah, I mean, that's exactly the story's funny when you <laughs> when you say it down. That man, I'll tell you, writing songs is all kinds of kinds, how you get inspiration. <laughs> um, you know, our big thing, uh, you know, especially how we were raised, very blue collar, very uh, very hardworking families. You know, a, a big part of our story and a big part of the people we want to reach are those people that, 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 that work the 12 hour days and maybe work the jobs they don't get really thanked for every day. And that's our, that's our kind of people. And, you know, blue collar is something that's always been a major, major factor when we go in to write songs. And essentially, it was just an ode to them, like, hey, uh, you know, all the people like me, sure enough, boot up. You know, they put the boots on every day, and they go to work, and they get them a little dirty, and they come home, and they feed their family, and they get up in the morning, and they do it all over again. And, uh, yeah, that's what that song was. It was just kind of, a, you know, a little appreciation song to the people that may not get appreciated all the time. And um, That's what it was to us. A blue-collar anthem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Matt, Chris, are you ready to take this ride with us to listen to your hit single, Boot Up? I can't wait to for myself to serenade myself. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Boot Up, everyone, by Southern. Like 
water in them. You're gonna find me in those souls till the day I go. Boot up, boot up. We're gonna work in them, sun up to sundown, church in them, making mama real proud. Yeah, them good old boys making noise down south. Boot up. It don't matter if they're still toe or snake skin, if they're still brand new, we're all broken. All the people like me showing up. I have to say, I love the video. <laughs> it's really good. Oh, the video was fun, man. That was that oh, was uh, uh, that was really fun. That was um, so we had, on, on retainer over at our management company. We have have a girl named Emma Goldman, mm -hmm. and that was uh, that was her her idea. That one. Matt, you look yeah, like I knew, I knew we went. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I would say, yeah, you know, our, our big focus when she was asking us for inspiration on the video, um, I knew, uh, I was like, hey, I really don't want it to be about us. I was like, the whole song is about people outside of us. That's why we incorporated all the, the amazing actors and actresses that we had um, to play the different roles of the different jobs. Um, like I said, the song is about tipping our hat to, to those kinds of people, and why not let them be the stars? You know, we're just guys that sing the song. Yeah. Well, you're, you've got whole, these incredible moments matt of your smile is really uh really infectious and uh, it just the way you were moving through the throughout the video uh it just seemed like you were ready to just put down that guitar and just you know get to stepping <laughs> well i'm glad you said that i'm sure my mom is very appreciative my mom's gonna love to hear this because they spent all that money on braces when i was growing up <laughs> um so, yeah, I mean, I'll tell you what, I mean, there is, I mean, what what better job is there in the world to go shoot a music video for a song? I mean, you better be happy. I mean, if you ain't happy doing it, I don't know why. I don't know what's going on. But, yeah, that was really fun. We had a good time. What's very complimenting about you both is, Matt, you're, you've got this high energy. You're like a, a train uh, you know, moving at a steady pace, not too fast, not too slow, but I'm sure the the momentum changes depending on what you're feeling, what you're thinking, how you're processing. And then with you, Chris, with it's you're very grounded. It's it's almost like you 
you two have this natural dance consciously and subconsciously, whether you're aware of it or not, but this natural dance to where Chris, you give this permission to Matt of just go out there, do your thing, have fun. And you dance with them. You know, you bring your energy, Chris, but you also at the same time, just create, it just really, really is apparent, at least to me, this safety, this foundation for Matt, for him to shine the way he knows how to shine. But you both of you shine <laughs> together, but in a different way that once again is very complimenting. And then what you, Matt, what you do for Chris is what I observe is you really gift him the opportunity to be that introvert, to go within and to really be that observer that really watches things within and outward. So there is so many layers to how you perfectly, both of you uh, are in your own placement individually, but as well as together, it really is something very, very different um, in a way that I normally don't see, not only in music, but in general in partnership. Yeah, it's the yin and the yang of it. Um, you know, that, that the, the good thing about it is I'm glad it's that way. Um, sometimes they have to reel me in a little bit. I can get a little too excited. You, you'll see that live on stage. Um, but, you know, that that's what makes it work. You know, if, if both of us are really extrovert and we're all over the place, it would be chaos. Uh, or both of us are just kind of really subdued, then it'll be boring. So I, I think that's the beauty of it, you know. Um, uh, yeah, it just works that way. Now, sometimes I get off stage, and I'll, I'll, me and Chris will be talking in the green room. I'll be like, I think I was a little too much. <laughs> and uh, he, and he'll, he'll be like, you know what, I think I wasn't enough. And so it's, it's an ever, ever-changing uh, dynamic, but it somehow, somehow or some way it works. It really does. Before we close out, and uh, definitely stay on the phone, I definitely want to close out personally with you two and, and want to thank both of you once we're off of uh, off of the live here. Uh, any closing thoughts, Chris, that you would like to add? Man, um, no, I, I, I think we've covered it all. You know, we're just, you know, our, our story in a nutshell is, I mean, to be completely blunt with you is you know we've we've both been in town going on 10 years this will be our 10th year so we've we've seen the highs and the lows and you know we're we're still sticking in there and we got a lot of a lot of great things in the pipeline and we're surrounded by great people you know we uh we're we're still busting it every day you know to to move forward and you know we've, we've made a lot of progress in the past just you know three or four months you know and as of last week you know we've got some some great news that we hope to share very soon and um yeah we're just we're we're we, we've been through the ringer so they say but we're you know we're we're keeping plugging on so it's just it's just been fun man and that's that's our that's our goal with everything is to go out and play shows that are fun and make music you know the process of it you know we want to enjoy it and have fun with it and and just create music that can reach out and touch people and you know change your lives for the better matt what would you like to close with yeah I, i'm in the same exact boat um man i can tell you uh the biggest thing we've always focused on is we always wanted to be fun and we always wanted to be uh 100 who we are and i can tell you we've kind of found our groove with that we're having a great time we have a lot of like chris said we have a lot of great stuff in the pipeline we're so so anxious to to 
to present and, and, and do. And um, I can tell you, any day you get to do music as a full-time job it is a blessing in and of itself. So we're excited about the future. Um, we're having a great time. We have been working our tails off to continue to get better and be better. Um, and that's and that, I think that's where we're headed. So we're uh, st- stick around. Hopefully we'll be uh, presenting uh, the folks out there uh, and your listeners with some great stuff soon. So absolutely and just to add one more little piece i would i would be in trouble with everybody on our team if we didn't plug our socials so please go find us on instagram <laughs> at sutherland music because <laughs> uh yeah it's like matt said earlier social media is such a big part so um you know they can keep up to date on all of our tour dates and any other announcements that we have you'll be able to watch all of our reels and watch how how silly we act on there it's always entertaining yeah who would you like to give a shout out to, Matt? <laughs> shout out to anybody who's hung around with us this long. <laughs> um, shout uh, out to, to, to the folks. Uh, man, I can tell you, uh, even have, having gone through a pandemic, we have had some fans that have stuck with us through everything. Even maybe when they shouldn't have. You know, we haven't put out music in a little while, but man, they're so eager and they have done so much for us. So shout out uh, to one of our fan club. Uh, not a not sure if I'm allowed to say it on here. No, go ahead. But, uh, uh, shout out to our fan club, the shit kickers out there. They're, they've been killing it for us. Um, those ladies are amazing. Uh, shout out to people like you. that give us a chance to tell our story and to, um, you know, share our music, obviously, to your listeners. I mean, that is a dream. The dream is to get our music to people we've never met, and that's the service that people like you provide, and we're so thankful for you. Um, man, just uh, like Chris said, our team – has been amazing. We have been ever evolving. Um, and they're still with us a hundred percent and we're ready to give 120%. Um, and just country, country listeners in general. I mean, you, uh, pe- people out there that listen and support country music, give two old boys like us a dream, um, and allow us to do it every single day. And, um, wherever the road takes us, we're just appreciative to have the opportunity. So Chris. Yeah, man, I think that covers it, man. You know, just, our, you know, all of our fans and everybody that follows us on social media and hypes us up so much and helps share everything and get the word out there. And our management team over at Riverhouse Artists and uh, publishers, Reservoir Media, um, you know, they're, they're just incredible. They've been with us from, from, you know, when we first started when we were nothing. So before we, very, had a, before we even had a name. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. We're just very appreciative of, of all that. And, you know, I, I could sit here and go on and on, but I don't want this to turn into a, a NASCAR, you know, victory lane speech here. So, Well, I want to thank you both for being with us today. Live on air with Stephen Quilk on Power 98.5 Satellite Radio. Go to SutherlandMusic.com for all things Matt Chase and Chris Rogers. You can check out their tour, music, about, photos, merchandise, I really want to thank you guys today for being with us, and we're going to definitely have you on again. Don't hesitate to reach out. We'll plug in wherever you're going to tour, wherever you're going to be. Uh, you know, Matt, wherever you're going to lay down a guitar and boot up and, you know, get those boots a kicking and stepping. And uh, Chris, it's an honor as well. Hey, Stephen. Thank you so much for having us. Hey, Stephen, we appreciate you so much, man. It means the world. You're welcome. So I don't know where about you, Matt. I mean, or, or Chris, uh, if you need to go. But Matt, if you can just hold the line real quick, 
And uh, thank you guys once again for being with us today. Live on air with Stephen Cook on Power 98.5 Satellite Radio. Once again, all things Sutherland. Go to SutherlandMusic.com. S-O-U-T-H-E-R-L-A-N-D-M-U-S-I-C.com. For all things Matt Chase and Chris Rogers, we're closing out with Boot Up by Sutherland. It don't matter if the steel tore snake skin, if the steel brand new or all broken, all the people like me showed up. Boot up. Boot up. Boot up. Socials and let's connect. 